Hi everyone! In this episode, we interview our friend Andrea Maynard, who is an integrative health practitioner. There are so many good nuggets in this episode. She talks about um, three different types of childbirth. She actually had four kids, and with each birth, she learned a little bit more about herself and a little bit more about her journey to um, intuitive wellness. She experienced gestational diabetes and Um, has a really cool story on how she kind of learned to take care of her body with that. She talks about manifesting her birth, which is so cool. She talks about self-love and affirmations. So I really hope that you guys love this episode, especially on Valentine's Day, where we can learn to love ourselves a little bit more. This is Ashley. This is Ashley. And this is and this is the, the double scoop <laughs> i don't know why i was expecting you to finish that and we normally finish it together but that's fine <laughs> i was like wait did i say that too fast no i just <sighs> it's fine okay well welcome back welcome back we have on a special guest today andrea Maynard. she's Hi. my friend for hello we met like <laughs> when like a year ago yeah that's crazy yeah I feel like it's been seven years. I, <laughs> I know. feel like it hasn't only been when a you year. deep dive quick. It feels I know, literally <laughs> a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, we've been friends for a little while, but I'll, I will have already have introduced everything. I do a little intro before I pre-record it. Yeah. But cool. Andrea, we're excited to have her here with us. She's going to talk a lot about like self-love and holistic living, and yeah, it'll be good. I can't so, wait. I'm yeah, excited. I'm so um. Before we get into our personal scoops this week, I'll just do a really quick pop culture. And I was like... I think I know what you're going to do, and I already know this one. Well, I was almost debating. <laughs> like, I almost called you and was like, I should just record something fast, and we should just add it onto Brooke's episode. Because oh, it was yeah. just like... But it's fine. We'll release it with this one. It's just the Grammys and Taylor Swift and all the stuff that happened there. Not all of it. But um, I feel like these days... All the stuff just revolves around Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> even if she doesn't like, <laughs> at least in want our it world. to. I know, at least in my world. But um, everyone, well, Swifties were thinking that she was for sure going to release Reputation, Taylor's version, at the Grammys. And she had so many hints. And I feel like the last few times that we've been clowning about it, it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense that she wouldn't do it then. Mm-hmm. But we were all like convinced it was going to happen. And then she announced a new album, a brand new album, which crazy. I was in shock. I know. I was, I was shocked and I'm not even like, like I don't keep up with all that stuff. I know. Well, it's just wild because first of all, her tour is not even done. It goes till the end of this year. Yeah. Oh, right. And it's the era's tour. So like, how is she going to implement that? I record a new album. Yeah. Or release I didn't album think, for like years. I didn't think she would release a new one in the middle of her touring. Yeah. Like, Midnight's makes sense because it happened before her tour. Anyway, so that happened. But it's funny because if you go back and look at, I mean, there's a ton of memes circulating on the internet about it. But when she goes up to announce it, they, like, pan to the crowd. And it's, like, Miley Cyrus, Ed Sheeran, Olivia Rodrigo. And all their faces are just, like... It's either pure panic because they're like, shoot, I have an album coming out around that same time. Or they're like, another one already? (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny. And everyone's like, kind of like digging at them because Taylor was literally dancing to every performance and like 
girls supporting girl like she was yes. just supporting everyone but yeah that's the pop culture scoop i just think that's it was funny one. and crazy and i'm i sound way more calm about it right now than i was like a few days <laughs> I ago know, we're recording late <laughs> it's like 8 p.m i feel like the day has like yeah calmed down i yeah i've had a long day so i'm like meh <laughs> you're like taylor released a new album yeah, I'm really no but i like when you, you texted me you sent me a right voice as it happened you screaming and i voice messaged you screaming <laughs> trevor was like are you okay <laughs> anyway that's it that's, that's a good pop scoop. culture pop culture scoop yeah so let's do our personal scoops um okay i'll go so i cut my hair yeah <laughs> wait this is so funny because i wanted to mention this if you I think it was, it was towards like the end episodes. of last year, yeah. one of our later episodes. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, I'm never, we're not chopping our hair. Because we know. both said it. I know. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Because it's so <laughs> funny. Because I was like, well, I was listening to, so our last episode of the year, we were talking about hair or so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll live with extensions for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> I can never take them out. Because when I take out my extensions, I have toddler hair. Like, I literally can't don't. live without them. And then it had been a couple of weeks and I'm like, I really need to heal my hair. Like, I just felt this urge to heal my hair. Like, I had just been hiding it and, like, band-aiding it. And I'm like, oh, my hair looks great with the extensions. But then, like, every time I got my extensions out, I, like, couldn't even look in the mirror. I was like, no, don't look. Like, every yeah. time I got it moved up, I was like, I can't look at myself. I can't face myself. And I'm like, okay, I just need to heal my hair. So I started doing a lot of research on, like, hair serums and vitamins and all this stuff. And it was last episode or two episodes ago... I was like, I think I'm going to, it was the first episode we recorded of the season. You, it was just you and I. And I was like, I'm thinking about cutting my hair. No, you was, said you were just going to take your extensions oh yeah, out. I, was like, I listened to oh it yeah. today. I'm like, she just said she was going to take her extensions oh yeah, I was out. Like, and I think I'm going to take out my journey. extensions. And I was like, but I'm going to get clip-ins because yeah. <laughs> I need something. <laughs> and then it was like literally over a weekend. I was like, I need to do it. I need to cut my hair, start fresh, stop coloring it. And just heal my hair. And so I texted my hair girl. I was like, and I texted you guys in the group. I was like, "Uh, I think I'm going to cut my hair. Everyone's like, no, don't. Like, don't (laughs) drop it. You'll regret it. And then my hair girl was like, we can do whatever you want to do, but you'll probably regret it in a month. (laughs) I was like, I just need to heal my hair. Yeah, That's my only goal. Because whenever I've had short hair before, my goal is to grow it longer. Mm -hmm. Because I have such fine hair, it just doesn't look good long. Like, I just can't make it look good. But... Now my goal is to heal my hair. So I actually love it. I was I didn't get to finish telling you this because I, I got distracted. But when I style it, I literally will like blow dry it once with it, with mm-hmm. like a blow dry brush and just flip it out. And then I just brush it for the days after. So like easy. I don't have to put oh, heat on nice. it again. So I think because my hair is so fine, it just like, I don't know, holds its shape well. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it doesn't look fine though. It oh, looks healthy. Thank you. Yeah. And thick. That's the Maybe the blunt compliment. look yeah. is what makes it thick. That's what I had to, I was like, girl, <laughs> hair girl, like go as short as you need to go. Like, I don't care. I just need it to be healthy. It looks and I don't want to keep wearing extensions. I don't want to keep putting heat on it. So yeah, I chopped my hair and I literally never, ever thought I would ever take out my extensions, but here it's I cute. Are. I Thanks. like it. Thanks. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, I like it. Sometimes I still look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I look so young. Like, I don't know. I like look <laughs> like my old self. So it's, it's definitely a shock, but I love it. You can pull it off. Thanks. Yeah. And, and you have sure. a good hair texture for it. For that's sure. what I was thinking. Yeah. Just fine hair. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. that's my yeah. scoop. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll go. What's your scoop? Yeah. So my scoop. <laughs> so we got a new cat and a kitten. And when we got it from the lady, she said that it was a female. Mm-hmm. So we didn't think anything of it. So we had the appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently with cats, it's harder to tell if it's okay. male or female. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm I not a big cat person, so yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, same. Dogs, easy. Yeah, cats, yeah. harder. So anyways, I booked the appointment to get her spayed. I'm dead. And <laughs> we drop her off at the hospital. And then like an hour later, I get a call. And they're like, I actually didn't answer. I didn't look at my phone. Anyways, I get a voicemail. And it's like, so Evie's actually a boy. <laughs> and I just like died laughing inside. And I had to tell my husband and it was just so funny and now we're like confused because the kids, kids all think yeah, yeah four kids the kids all think it's a girl and we told yeah. we told all of them it's a boy but they still it's you know it's ingrained yeah. in their mind of a girl yeah. and Evie. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to do a family powwow last night to see like <laughs> should we rename the cat and do a boy name yeah. and like go all in and nobody could agree on a name oh my so gosh. That's it's horrible. Evie, and we're still just going to pretend it's a girl cat. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, I would do the same. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's so hard yeah. to just switch after, like... Well, the plus to that, the doctor was like, or the vet, was like, well, it's a lot cheaper to get neutered. That is, you're like, oh, that's a nice surprise. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, wait, so wait, easy. how long did you have him for knowing or thinking that he was a girl? Like a month? Oh, just, I mean, yeah, we've had... The cat, I think like a month. It was like a long time. Right after Christmas yeah. or something? Okay. Yeah. I mean, super furry. Not, no one really checked down there. <laughs> you know, we didn't do any exams or anything. I didn't know you guys were like, we're going to verify. Anyways, super shocked, but. Oh, that's hilarious. It was pretty funny. That is so that funny. That is really funny. I love that. <sighs> okay, Ash, what's your scoop? Mine is, so I started watching a new show. Mm. called the traders have you guys heard of mm, it no oh. do you guys like reality you don't really mm. watch reality t- do you i don't really. <laughs> i well i don't really either except for survivor and survivor. this intrigued me because it has some players that were on survivor before oh, that's cool so i started watching it and it's kind of like a little harder to get into but now that i'm halfway through i'm like oh my gosh it's basically mafia in real life oh like I oh, would wow. secret Hitler yeah. mafia. Basically, it's like all these people in a huge castle, and I think they're filming in like Scotland or Ireland or oh, something cool. like that. The host literally has an accent. It's amazing, but <laughs> um, so yeah, every day they win. Cha- they like do a challenge, and if they do well in that challenge, they put money towards the pot. Mm-hmm. And every challenge, you get to earn money. And then that night, it's basically like a whole social game. At night, they all sit around a huge round table and they are like, hey, who's the traitor? (laughs) And there's three traitors and then the rest are called faithfuls. And they just, they have like 20, 30 minutes to like point fingers and discuss and try and figure out who it is. And then they vote and then they tell them if they're a traitor or a faithful and Mm -hmm. then they leave. And then that night when everyone goes to bed, the traitors meet up and they pick someone to murder. And then the next morning, everyone comes into the hall for kitchen or for breakfast into the kitchen hall for breakfast and whoever doesn't show up they're like oh they're, they got murdered yeah and then it just oh, goes cool. day by day and people are trying to figure out who the traitors are and 
I think if you're like the last trader or if there's only traders left, they all split the money. Mm. But if faithfuls are still in it, then they, I need to actually look that yeah, yeah, yeah. up. But it's good. That's it's good cool. so far. Ooh. I like it. So That sounds interesting. That's my scoop. I need like a casual show to watch. It's, that's why I started to it. Watch while I like fold the laundry or something. I needed <laughs> something to watch while I was editing. It's not like too needs too much of my yeah. focus, you know. Yeah, it's good though. Ooh, yeah. I was gonna say, it? have you seen Call the Midwife? No. I say like, that could be a good one, but it's also is it a show? Yeah, it's um, a British. Ooh. Is it a show? Is it reality the TV? Or is it no, just a, it's just okay. like a, there's like 10 seasons. I haven't oh, even ooh. gone through all of them. Um, it's really cute yeah. if you're like like British actors. Yeah. A lot of people from Downton Abbey are in okay. it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's called it's Midwife. Cute. Okay. I'm it's always on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Call the Midwife. Okay. I'm always looking yeah. for That's what I need. Just like casual shows that I don't have to get like too invested yeah. in. Yeah. Well, you might get invested. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I love shows that are like 10 seasons long. Oh, yeah. Have you have either of you watched Suits? Uh huh. No. Did love, you? I love just finished suits. it. They're so good. Talking about doing a Suits LA version. Oh really? Yeah. There's huh. like a pilot being filmed right now or something. I'm super yeah, excited. That's a good I talk one. about that show all the time. It's I need so to watch good, it. Ashley. It, that's a good one. I need to watch it. It's so good. I've never had a crush on a man over forty until that show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Harvey Specter. Have you seen White know, Collar? You know. No, I feel it like good? that's an older one, yeah. but it's it's good. Too. Okay, I maybe like I should watch it. I've seen yeah. episodes of White Collar. Like maybe okay, that's also it yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we need to make a list. all the show right. I have yeah. a list of movies that you guys were oh, recommending. Yeah. We went to dinner. The other I night love movies. Like, <laughs> to go watch. So, did you guys recommend? Mm. What did we just watch? Joe, meet Joe Black. Did you guys recommend we had, that or did no, Lizzie recommend that? No, that was Lizzie. Oh, Casey and I watched it. We yeah. were like, what the fuck? Was it good? <laughs> We, we haven't watched it yet. It was good. It has Brad Pitt, and, right? Okay. And it's like 90s movie, but it was um, not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but um, we thought you guys recommended it. I just threw it on the list. Nope, that was Lizzie. <laughs> and Casey and I, all right, I'll have to tell Lizzie what I thought about it. It was so funny. It was good, but yeah. You should have it. her on your podcast. Oh, we're, we're trying. We've tried. Oh, <laughs> she said she would. We're manifesting. We just need to, oh, like, okay. we need to like nail down a time with her. Yeah. 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 She'd be great. Lizzie Karch. <laughs> She'll be on. I hope you're hearing this, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> we want you so bad. Okay. Well, awesome. Let's get into Andrea. And um, this is perfect because it's like, not that we have to talk about this the whole time, but it's like Valentine's and love and yeah. we're going to talk a lot about self-love. And I feel like you are like the expert at this self-love journey well, like thanks. you post so many things that like resonate with me that I'm like I want to be that I want to think that way I want to have that mindset and so that's like why I want to have you on the podcast and also mm-hmm. like your whole holistic view of food and everything that to me is so overwhelming <laughs> like every time Same. I every time I'm like I don't know I follow a lot of pages like just ingredients or oh, like yeah. a lot a lot of pages that's like if these are in your food, stay away. These are the side effects and all the stuff. And I'm like, it's so much to keep track of. And I want to get there. I got to start simple, but I'm like, I want to be where you're at. So I'm excited to learn from you. (laughs) Honestly, I always tell people it doesn't have to be as complicated yeah. It seems very complicated. Oh yeah. Overwhelming. I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) I've totally been there, but I realized 
it just, it really doesn't have to be. And I think that's where intuitive wellness, in my opinion, comes in, where mm-hmm. it's really focusing on, like, take out the clutter, unfollow the accounts that overwhelm you, yeah. and then start listening to yourself. Yeah. Because everyone is different. Right. Everyone has their own opinion. What works for one person doesn't work for another. Yeah. And so that's where I like intuitive wellness. Yeah. It's, but it's, it takes work Yeah, <laughs> when you haven't been trusting your body for years yeah. or maybe all of your life. <laughs> right. I know. I'm like, we just talked last episode about how our spirit and our body are different. And really our mm-hmm. whole goal is to learn how to like, listen, to get our, our spirit to listen to our body. Cause yeah. so many times we're just like, body, do this, do this, do this. And then I hate you body and all the stuff. And our right. body's like, I didn't do anything. Like yeah. you did this to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So let's just yeah. start by telling, tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to like, like, did you grow up eating like really healthy? Like what led you to explore holistic health and I guess intuitive wellness? So, um, I guess first to start off for those who listen to the human design yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a splenic projector. Um, we talk about it. I feel like we mention it in every episode. And I know people are probably do. like, Ugh. but I'm like, just don't no. figure it out. <laughs> you yeah. listen to anything about human design. Go listen to it right Wait, now. Wait, Taylor Swift is also a splenic projector. Oh, oh, actually, I think I saw that in someone's human <laughs> design account. Yeah, hey, that's cool. Projectors are awesome. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're are. they're so different. Yes, <laughs> we're actually the most complex out of mm. all of them. That apparently. makes sense. Um. Anyways, I am 32 years old, and I'm a mother to four kids. I am an entrepreneur. I actually had literally never thought of myself as an entrepreneur for years until I kind of took a step back, and I was like, wait, I am an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because I always just kind of thought, oh, my husband's an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. but I never consider myself that, but I totally am. Um, Like, out of college, um, I started photography. I guess out of high school, I started photography. And then I also did like freelance graphic design. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) I did a lot of random stuff. I feel like creatives always do. Like people are creative. They just dabble in all the things until they figure it out. And they're good at it all too. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like blogging when that was a huge thing. I was a blogger and I would like do blog designs for other bloggers. Oh, that's cool. Just things like that. Yeah. Um, I also, yeah. uh, I also owned a, photography studio for a year yeah Wait, you don't, <laughs> that was fun you don't own it anymore no we closed it down last year oh, yeah it was beautiful yeah no it was a really fun adventure yeah it was great yeah. learning experience yeah and I don't see it as a failure I have so no. many questions well we can oh, talk yeah. about it later though <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, that can be a whole other <laughs> but um I don't know I just kind of had the attitude of like it was just such a great experience yeah, yeah. and so it was just a fun experience. Yeah. I don't know. I love that. And my sister and I did it together and it was super fun to just work together. We have such different strengths. And so it was fun to like, we call ourselves the yin and yang. We're just yeah. so opposite. Yeah. Um, but it's a really beautiful thing because we like learn how to work together better yeah. and communicate better. That's cool. And she'd bring her talents and I'd bring mine. And it was, yeah, yeah. it was really fun. That's cool. Um, I also randomly have an Etsy print shop. 
I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. They're all digital downloads, so it's just easy. Yeah. That's oh, that's so like you design them, like you draw them and uh, no, I mostly I it was when like the vintage prints really started mm. hitting. Oh. Yeah. I've probably bought from you. Are you I, big on there? <laughs> no, I'm not big. I was like, I bought but so many prints. There were some that started right at the same time. I just didn't put as much effort okay, as them. Okay. And so they're like, heirloom print shop, like oh, totally mm, took off. That's so cool. But it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't really care. I don't yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> it's there. I don't need to go deep into it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's still there. I just don't really promote it. Okay. Which that's where my house account actually started was oh. my print shop. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and we then I was like, house. Eh. oh, <laughs> two. Anyways, so then I just switched it to just my house. Um, yeah. Um, also, I am so close to being totally done with being certified to be an integrative health practitioner. Oh, that's so So cool. that's just right around the corner, which has oh, been really so fun. Cool. And then I also started my herbalism classes to yeah. get certified. Yeah. So wow. those are all my random things. Literally so do. much. I feel like that's the thing about being a projector too, though, is like, like this is how Casey is. Like he has random things that he just takes an interest in and then he just like becomes an expert at it. Just yeah. like so many random things he'll follow it. I'm like, okay, this is your thing. Yeah. I'll just like do it. Like, but well, it's like if I start it, I want to know everything about yes. it. And so I just dive deep. And then if I'm like, okay, I'm good, then I pivot. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's easy for me to pivot if I yeah. really feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know so some people cool. get a little bit like stuck in like I have to stay to the mm -hmm. end and yeah I don't know yeah that's kind of why the studio is like I'm done we're good yeah we don't need to go yeah. on yeah and then <laughs> so you can leave fine. it with good feelings and not yeah. Yeah. Be, like burnt out yeah and, yeah yeah it was a good experience that's cool um yeah and then another just I mentioned my house but I do really love interior design and think it's just fun yeah I with a lot of different photography or graphic design I think just even house design I think it's just really fun yeah so that's another talent her home <laughs> is beautiful on Instagram she's our woodland manor right mm -hmm. that's your name yeah and I'm you probably have seen her post on Pinterest like <laughs> it's literally anytime I'm on Pinterest I'm like looking for things like pictures of your house will literally pop that's up so like your house funny. is so beautiful I walked in and I was like I'm never leaving. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, so cozy. I'm going to start squatting in your house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you right. know what? We, so at our last house, we Airbnb'd our really? house. We just oh, wow. had Rambler, like they would come in through our front door. Oh, we gosh. had two bedrooms in the basement we'd rent out. Wow. We learned a lot of lessons. Yeah. But I don't know. We're just like, Kevin and I are Welcome just very all. open. Like yeah. our house is your house. Yeah. Like, I love that kind of mentality. So that's I, why I yeah. feel like I felt that when I walked in, I'm like, this feels so welcoming. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you're yeah. literally like walking through the garage and Come we walk in I'm like, we're home. <laughs> it's not totally tidy, but just enough. <laughs> Don't be alarmed if I just start dozing off on your couch. <laughs> yeah. I'm like so cozy right Everyone's now. welcome. <laughs> we'll have you over in the summer when okay. we can enjoy oh, the yeah. backyard. Yes. Oh my gosh. The backyard's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then I guess what started growing up, I don't think I necessarily, uh, I mean, my mom cooked like good food yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, but I think there was also just like a lack of education at that time too, about mm -hmm. like what, you know, processed foods and stuff. Yeah. So that wasn't necessarily where it started for me. Whereas I know there's some people who are into that. It's cause they were raised that way. Yeah. Um, for me, it actually kind of started more, um, it was like college, 
like freshman year, I had like really bad acne in <laughs> in high school and in college. And I was so Same. like embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, and I started researching about it. Cause I'm like, how do I get rid of this? Especially mm-hmm. as a college student. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed there was something I read about dairy affecting acne. Mm-hmm. And I was a huge, huge dairy drinker. Yeah. <laughs> like a gallon of milk myself a week. Like oh it was, I am big, yeah, big dairy person. That's me. So <laughs> you love milk. You are a milk drinker. <laughs> so yeah, I just like, I cut it out and my acne like went away. Wow. So I was like, okay, what else do I need to oh, research? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, um, and then I got married, got pregnant a year later, and that's when I started just researching more. Because for me, and I've now realized not everybody's like this, but in my mind, I thought like, okay, I'm going to be a mom. I need to know everything. Mm-hmm. I need to know, like, start doing classes. I need to research like crazy, like what's the best. Anyways, and so that's what really started me on my health journey was mostly because I knew that I'd be raising children Mm -hmm. and I wanted them to have a good, healthy start. Yeah. Um, Which also included just learning about, you know, like with breastfeeding and what happens when you deliver the hospital? What are the procedures they do? What are the eye drops they put in their eyes? Yeah. What are the vaccines they do? Mm -hmm. And so I just like dove deep into that. (laughs) And, um, that's really what started me a lot on that journey. And then with my second, well, with my first, he ended up being a breech baby mm. and C-section. Oh, yeah. So that was like totally not expected, yeah. <laughs> which was a bummer. Um, and it was kind of like very intimidating for yeah, me. Yeah, I bet. Um, and then he ended up having like, vaccine reactions, Mm. which I didn't realize at the time that that's what it was. And so it wasn't until he was older that I started like really looking into it and making different choices with that to just prevent it. Yeah. Um, and so then with each kid, I just like learned more and more. Yeah. (laughs) Um, luckily though, with my second, I was able to do a VBAC Mm. in the hospital. So that was super nice. I had started looking into like doing natural birth, but wasn't quite ready to pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did get a midwife with an OBGYN group mm-hmm. and um, had a decent, good experience, but I still felt like I was just a number. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, it was Utah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of women having babies here. Oh, yeah. Um, And with that pregnancy, I actually found out I had gestational diabetes. Mm. So that was like... So hard. Super hard. Yeah. That was like my biggest fear. I'm like, please don't get gestational diabetes. I'm so scared. And it really wasn't that bad. I think it's scary because it's the unknown. Right. And luckily at the time, it was like a godsend. We had met Mm -hmm. this couple. I don't even know. It was through my husband's work. Mm -hmm. She was like this petite little girl, but like not girl, woman. (laughs) She she had had a baby and had gestational diabetes with that, with that pregnancy. And I was like, what? I always thought it was just like very overweight people who had gestational diabetes. So I was like, it helped give me some like confidence, like, okay, yeah, yeah. She was like really thin and still had it. And yeah. so it was nice to know that like it really can happen to anyone, anybody. Yeah. yeah. But that was super intimidating for me. I remember when I got the call from 
the nurse and we were at some place downtown Provo, like getting lunch or something. And I'd ordered like a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and like, anyways, I got the call and I just instantly, when she's like, you have gestational diabetes. I was oh. just like, oh, pit in my stomach. Yeah. Like started crying. I was like, I don't even know if I could eat this grilled cheese. Oh. <laughs> or my poor husband. He was just kind of like, eh, yeah, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I just, oh yeah. So through that experience, though, the way that um, just like what I do with everything, I like dove in really hard researching about it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and it, honestly, I feel like the way that they do teach when you go to the diabetes nurses, I feel like it's very backwards. They mm. stress a lot on counting your carbs. Oh. Whereas like instead I had ended up luckily finding a book from Lily Nichols is her name. She's a doctor who worked with gestational diabetes patients, mm -hmm. but she ended up writing a book called real food for pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I recommend you it. recommended it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She ended up writing for gestational diabetes, but then realized a lot of doctors were like, this is how every pregnant woman should eat Yeah, to manage your blood sugar. Oh, So I dove into that and like with each pregnancy, I was able to just manage it on my own mm -hmm. instead of having to take any medication. Mm -hmm. So, That's so nice. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. So, and I noticed with that, it was so focused on like more of the negative side of it of mm -hmm. like counting carbs and yeah. stressing about that versus yeah. like, why don't you just focus on eating enough protein mm -hmm. and fiber and good healthy fats. And that's what helps stabilize your blood yeah. sugar. So with that is what I kind of adopted. And it was honestly like, as I don't know which book it was that I read this quote, but the medicine for the pain is in the pain. Mm. And so oh, learning... I've literally heard that before. Oh, have you? Yes. Yeah, so like I see that experience with having gestational diabetes as a way that really helped me to learn about myself and about how to have better nutrition. Yeah. Because I think everybody needs to know how to manage their blood sugar. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was like super helpful. Crazy. Yeah, so my third baby I ended up having a well I wanted to do a natural birth but I ended up and I did a mid the midwife group mm -hmm, again mm -hmm. which I realized there's like spectrums of midwives yeah <laughs> I'll just say that from my experience um so I was going into a thing like I'm gonna do a natural birth like I got this read lots of books all of that but I didn't hire a doula I like didn't quite know where, I don't know. Like I didn't really create a support system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I got there, ended up getting there a little bit earlier after contraction started. And it just, I wasn't progressing. And so finally they're like, okay, I've got to give you Pitocin, mm -hmm. which those are like not fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pitocin ones are I've had not Pitocin, fun. Yeah. I was not equipped for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I easily gave in. I'm like, I'm just doing that epidural. Like yeah. just, I know exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. Anyways, still totally fine. Yeah. Like honestly, I, the way that his birth went, I totally manifested it. Yeah. That's yeah. So it was totally fine. It was great. Um, and then with my fourth, they're 19 months apart oh, wow. and I actually was not planning that pregnancy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, and we ended up getting a girl finally. Yeah. So I've got three boys. So I was like, okay, 
it's during COVID 2020 and I was very against just all that was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be in a hospital yeah. wearing a mask yeah. while I'm in labor. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. That, that was, was very, literally the worst. Yes. Oh. I can't believe that was even a thing. It, yes. Oh my gosh. It I is crazy to yeah. think about, honestly. So I think it was about, I was at 35 weeks and I finally decided to switch to a midwife, really? a different midwife and do, um, at the birthing center. Wow. That's so yeah. late in your pregnancy. Yes. Um, anyways. And so I, the way that I knew, cause I always like, I talked to some friends who had done like either home birth or birthing center and they were like, I just love the midwives. Like it's so personal. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally text them and they are right there to answer. Whereas doing it within like the practice of like a bunch of, you know, rotated midwives yeah. and OBGYNs. You, there's just like the lack of personal mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like touch there. For yeah. sure. You're so like I waiting knew, in the waiting room for like an hour and then they yes. see you for five minutes and they're like, Hey, you're good. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> yes. like a drill, yeah. which I mean, I get it. Like yeah. it is what it is. But, um, I, when I went to my last appointment at the OBGYN office and I'd asked the midwife there, like, are there ways that, cause with my last two VBACs I had hemorrhaged. Mm. So I was worried about that. And I also had tour, so mm-hmm. I had to get stitching. Yeah. So those are like my biggest, you know, fears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, please. I'm like, okay, please answer these. <clears throat> so I was like, what are some things that I can do to support my body to not hemorrhage? Mm-hmm. And they were like, nope, there's nothing you can do. And I was like, okay. I went and met with the midwife I ended up delivering with. And she was like, oh, there's so many things you can do. You can start drinking dandelion root tea. Mm-hmm. And you can take, um, what is it? Oh my gosh, I just blanked out. Raspberry leaf tea. Raspberry leaf tea, yeah. Yes. Like there was just like a whole list of things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is what I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I knew, I was like, that's it. I'm definitely going through you. Yeah. (laughs) And I like followed all of those things. Um, The last, I honestly kind of debated if I wanted to do a home birth. Of course, if you put anything on social media, you're going to get the ugliest stories (laughs) and all the fears. Mm, Yep. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm not going to mention anything anymore. Mm. And I'm just keeping to myself. I ended up not doing a home birth, but I did do a birthing center. Okay. And all of my fears that I had, the midwife was like, oh, we do this, this, this. Like they all had the same stuff that they do in the hospital Mm -hmm. that they could do for me if anything happened like that. So anyways, I ended up like the last... It was like a month because it really was pretty quick mm-hmm. after I swapped yeah. to that one. Um, I pretty much just cut out anyone that had a negativity towards birthing naturally. Um, yeah. Sadly, that was even a lot of some of my family. Yeah. <laughs> um, even my mom. And I was, yeah, I just had to like, like if you have anything against natural birth, like I can't have any negativity. Yeah. Yeah. So the mindset, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I followed only accounts that were positive. I watched a million different birth videos and the biggest thing with fear is the way to dispel fear is through knowledge. And so I knew mm-hmm. that if I had all the knowledge in my like tool belt to not be fearful, then it's like, you have nothing to fear if you yeah. understand how the birthing process mm-hmm. is or you know, like creating the safe container for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So that's luckily, a really good oh, yeah. point. Sorry to interrupt because like so profound. fear really is like 
you have fear when you're afraid of what's going to happen if this happens, what's right. going to happen if I tear or what's going to happen if all, you know, mm-hmm. it's the unknown of like, I don't know how this will play out. So yeah. I've actually never heard that to like overcome fears to just have gain knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Then, then you know the outcome. Like yeah. that really is the scariest part. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. You said that. I just want to touch on that. I was like, I love it. Well, that's that. why like, especially with birth, I'm such an advocate now because yeah. I have experienced a C-section. I have experienced two VBACs in the hospital. I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. And now having experienced a birth center, like even though it is the hardest thing yeah. I've ever done, it was amazing. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Okay, like, that's what I was going to ask you. Everyone says that's it's hard. It, it is like, really hard, but yeah, it is such a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. The like, fact would you do I it could, again if you had another baby? Would you oh, do I would it for again? sure do it again. Okay, yes, wow. I think yeah, hands down. Even my husband is like, <laughs> everybody needs to go to birthing center. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just such a great experience. It was a very like small um birthing center but it's like you realize you really don't need that much space having yeah. a baby you really no. don't <laughs> no. i mean hospital rooms are and yeah they're small <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and um the biggest thing for me and this is what i've taken throughout like the rest of my health journey is manifesting mm. um with my daughter's birth i i would literally like I would pray. I would like go through the whole scenario in my mind of how it would play out. I knew I wanted to do a water birth. So I would see, like I'd watch a bunch of water birth Mm. videos. (laughs) So I kind of knew like, well, what positions do they go at? You know, all the things, what does it look like? Yeah. Um, and like literally like every day I would go through the same exact scenario in my mind (laughs) And I would like dream about it. Like it was just wow. like everything. <laughs> yeah, and I cool. had so many like birth affirmations. I would say every day, my favorite one ever that I tell everyone is my body created this baby. It can birth this baby. Mm. And that was that. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think a lot of doctors probably not meaning to, but will say to women who end up having a hard labor is like, Oh, well, you're just, your hips aren't meant to birth yes. this baby. And I yeah. think that is so false. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's my opinion. I've literally yeah. heard of people who are told, like, I have a cousin who is told that she has to have C-sections with every baby because her body's too small to mm. give birth naturally. Maybe that's, maybe that's true, but it is sad to think like, yeah. oh, like our bodies are literally made to do this. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And chiropractic care was huge. Mm. Oh, I would yeah. get really bad lower back pain. And so with, with my last pregnancy, I was like, I am going to pay for chiropractic yeah. care. And I swear by that, like everything was aligned. I have heard that so, I feel like yes. every person I've talked to who's been pregnant has been doing that, this pregnancy of theirs, and they have it mm-hmm. in the past. And I'm like, okay, this is what yeah, I'm, I'm for through. sure I'm like, doing it next yeah. time. Yes. So worth it. Yeah. Especially just the pain alone. Yes. Yeah. Like I hated having lower back pain. Yes. I was so stubborn. And the sciatic oh. pain. Yeah. I'm like, yes. why did I not just I know. Go? go to the chiropractor, please. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> if you need a recommendation, <laughs> I've got a good one. On this yeah. podcast, <laughs> go to the chiropractor. <laughs> yes. Um, and also just like creating that birth team. Like I mm. had a doula that actually was one of my friends who ended up being sick. So she brought a friend, like told a friend to come in. Okay. 
Um, it's Brittany Fox. I don't know if you guys have followed her. She, um, deep roots nutrition on mm-hmm. Instagram. She's amazing. Okay. She just like stepped right in. She'd be a great one to have on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I Everybody we uh, talk yeah. to, we like network with someone else. It's amazing. Like, okay. Just yes. have a very long list of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was amazing. And just like, I had never met her and she just stepped right in and knew exactly how to help me yeah. help my husband know how to help me. Yeah. Oh, that's important. Um, yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was really cool. The f- cool story part of it is um, my due date was around my birthday. Oh. And so I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if my daughter shared my birthday? Yeah. Oh, so that's I so had my appointment. You. I had, when I first <laughs> went to the doctor, they got my due date wrong and it was supposed to be on my birthday. Oh, really? And I was like, no. But it's also because <laughs> my birthday is four days after Christmas. And so mm-hmm. I didn't want her to have to share a birthday and share Christmas, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's that so cute sense. of you. Like, how cute would that be if we shared a birthday? <laughs> well, mine's October 29th. So. Okay, yeah. That's fun, though. Yeah. Um, I had my appointment that day, and I was like, ugh. I even had posted on Instagram, like, yeah. it's my birthday. I thought I'd have my daughter, but I guess not. Oh. So I go into the appointment, and the midwives were amazing. They knew exactly where she was positioned just wow. by, like, feeling around that's so um and they were like you know what she's actually a little bit off so they did this like really cool I don't even know the like terms but basically they put like almost this long scarf behind my back Mm -hmm. and I laid with my I was laying on like a ball so I was inclined Mm -hmm. and my head was down my legs were up Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah (laughs) anyway so they basically was the two midwives they would um like move me back and forth and then jerk it really fast and then move me and then jerk. And that helped move her. Wow. And they're like, okay, like keep us updated. Yeah. Only a few hours later, my water broke. Oh, and she was delivered that night at 9.45. So you had her on your birthday? I had her on my birthday. Oh, oh that's my so gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why wow. I feel like when you have the right care, who's so knowledgeable mm. like if and i had actually care OBGYN, about you <laughs> they would not have known yeah. to do that little trick yeah. yeah yeah so things like that i was like i could have gone on days without mm. like going into labor yeah so anyways i could go on about it but i, know, I like, it was loving this <laughs> it is just like so key if you're wanting to do a natural birth and yeah. just like birth in general yeah. yeah just have a really good team on you know that fully support you yeah because in the end though it's really only you that can yeah. go through it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it was so amazing. Which recovery was the easiest out of all of them? Hers was the easiest. Okay. Yeah. I did tear a little bit, mm-hmm. but like I was literally like, I've got videos. I'm like smiling in the bed, yeah. like wide open. They just did a numbing shot, yeah. stitched it up, talking yeah. to me. Like, did you hemorrhage? Totally different. No, wow. I did not hemorrhage. Okay. That's really cool. So that was interesting yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah, it was in my like history. Yeah. Because you did twice before. Yes, both yeah. feedbacks I had hemorrhaged. So I've got theories about it, but I really do think it was a lot about like how I prepped my body for labor, mm. doing it on my own so I know when to push myself. Yeah. And I did, really didn't have to push very long. Yeah. Like maybe a couple contractions and she was wow. out. <laughs> so wow. there's just like so many things that I'm like doing the preventative care and really taking ownership of your birth experience. Yeah. Because no one else will, really. I love <laughs> Same that. with your health it's and true. your life. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Okay, so you keep using this term, and it's all over your Instagram, intuitive wellness. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah. So intuitive wellness, 
what I, because I was trying to think of like, oh, there's holistic wellness mm-hmm. and, but I feel like the path that I've gone personally, I don't even know if this is like a, a people actually use intuitive wellness. That's your I just term. kind of like you thought about it. it and it's probably out there. Who knows? But anyways, um, it's basically just being able to tune into your body and listening to like your intuition, the body signals that you have. And then with that knowledge, changing your lifestyle to flow with it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it really is about listening to your body and responding to how you take care of yourself based on those inner cues that you have. Mm-hmm. So in a way, like with eating, I've kind of like swung the pendulum myself. I've been super extreme and I've been on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I realized in the end, the more that I listen to myself and cut out what everyone else is saying, because it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where when you feel overwhelmed, I say, cut it out, mm-hmm. like remove the accounts that overwhelm you. Even if they're good, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just remove them for like, yeah. you know, a few months or something. Yeah. You can mute them too. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. mute them. Follow. You can always go back. <clears throat> yeah. Because we do live in a world where there's so much noise. Yes. So much noise and it can be super overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So when we take the time to like shut that out and actually tune into ourselves, that's where we can find a lot more change. I always think about like my parents' lives back when they were my age, they did not have phones Mm -hmm. and they weren't scrolling all the time. They had TVs and radios, but I'm like, I am constantly being fed this, 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 like millions all of opinions. day long. It's oh, like yeah. millions contradicting of contradicting opinions, opinions mm-hmm. contradicting fat, whatever. It's crazy. And I'm like, I almost want to just like go back in time and just like chill. <laughs> Throw my phone away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. See ya. yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll go through who I follow and just like remove. Yep. Accounts. I know. Yeah. yeah. And then go back through again. And mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. it helps. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't until probably, I've always kind of, I've loved the holistic way of it, but intuitive wellness really has not hit me hard until, it wasn't until like last year, to be honest. Okay. Um, I kind of, after my daughter, I really just took it slow and like tried not to beat myself up or anything. It was actually my, after my third child is when I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to like be in the self-hatred of like not fitting in my old pants. Yeah. yeah. So I remember I was so proud of myself. I was like, I'm going to go to old Navy and I'm going to just go buy some pants. If it yeah. yeah. And they were like lighter colored with the buttons, you yeah. know, the multiple buttons. Oh yes. <laughs> and I just remember feeling so good about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a silly thing in a way of thinking like, Oh, but I'm this pant size. But literally, it's not like anyone's going around checking pant sizes. No. <laughs> they check like, oh, those fit you and they look yeah, nice. Yes, you. That's a little tight, you know, like yeah. I'd rather have someone look at me like, wow, like you look so good because it fits. Yes. Yeah. You look healthy. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Love that perspective. Yes. So that was when, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to focus. And usually with each baby, I loved my focus after having a baby was to breastfeed. So with my first baby I breastfed 14 months my second was like 12 13 months Mm -hmm. my third was eight months he was just a different child (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> once the, the biting didn't stop and I was like I'm done yeah <laughs> yeah so then that's when I accidentally got pregnant again yeah <laughs> he was only eight months old I know that story too well so <laughs> yeah. in my own personal um, yeah but luckily at the back of my mind I knew I wanted four kids mm-hmm. so I was like you know what I'm already in the baby phase just might as knock, well just knock it out yeah like yeah just let it happen um, but I think why that was easier to do is because after my second child, I was, cause I had them very close in age. They were just under two years apart. Mm-hmm. So like my body had just, yeah. especially after having a C-section and mm-hmm. it was just like not feeling great. Yeah. yeah. So I gave myself a year and was like, after I'm done breastfeeding, I'm going to give myself a year and I'm going to get back down to like a healthier weight mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to have it just build and build and build. Um, Anyways, and so one thing about that was interesting, and this is where I could kind of compare different experiences. With that time, I had like, my husband had like a competition at their work of like um, body fat percentage, who would could win. Mm-hmm. So it was like the men and then the women. So I ended up winning oh, that wow. one. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like losing the most funny. body percentage. Yeah, most oh my body gosh. percentage. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Because I was motivated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I'm going to win. And for me personally, I get super motivated with data. Mm. And the scale to me is like, don't listen to yeah. just the scale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say go get a DEXA body scan. Yeah. That is, I just have you one. ever done? I, I've heard of it. Okay. I've never done one. Though. Casey and I just got ours. Oh, did it was you? so interesting. Yeah, it's took it like super down eye-opening. to like your resting calories that you need every day. Mm-hmm. Like it literally tells you everything. Your visceral fat, like it's yeah. it's awesome. How much my bones weigh? Oh yeah, my bones are like seven pounds. <laughs> yours, you said yours mine were, were like four. Six, four, four. Oh, mine were six pounds. Mine were six pounds. Yours were yeah, four I, pounds. Yeah, why does it seem so small? I know. It's I know, crazy. right? I feel like bones literally would just weigh, talking about weigh this. more than that. That's yeah. Funny. Well, I mean, bones are hollow, so uh, that's true. <laughs> Wait, oh, I I won't show my dumbness. <laughs> Not dumbness, but never mind. It's true. Um, Bone marrow. Okay. It's just yeah. like a weird fact that you would never think about. I know, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice because then you can see more of like where's your muscle, where's your bones, then where's mm-hmm. your muscle around it, and mm-hmm. where's your fat, the visceral fat, and then like the extra fat, mm-hmm. and you can see it on your body. Like wow. it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, it's nice to be able to know like, okay, so if I actually like got down to like more just lean muscle mass, you could see how your body shape would be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless obviously then you start lifting weights. And mm-hmm. so anyways, for me, that was super motivating. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, so I'm like, okay, I have data. Like yeah. I have hard facts about myself. So anyways, with that, I had it. I also, I did that, but I also did have a number in my mind Mm. because I was still very much in this like mindset that I grew up with of like, oh, I have to eat in a deficit Mm -hmm. or all these things that just were not as healthy and it was more Mm fear-based. So I remember I had got down to the weight that I had in my mind and I stepped on the scale and I was like, yay, I got it. But then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, but wait, I'm not... I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I not happy? Oh, I got to lose five more pounds. Mm. Like it was just this constant, yeah. just thinking just the chase, right? Yeah. yeah. You're never happy enough. So um, I ended up getting down even more to the weight that I was when we had first got, when I got married, which was pretty low for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even then I just still was just like, but I'm not where I want to be in anyways. Yeah. So 
I ended up then like getting pregnant with my third and then quickly with the fourth. And that just, you know, it just like yeah. compounded. <laughs> Your body doesn't have any time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not the type that would lose weight when I'd breastfeed. Uh-huh. I would like stay the same weight. Yeah. But I also was like an endless pit of like wanting to be eating all the time. Yeah. 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 Oh, so hungry. So yeah. I just always stayed the same. But my kids were very healthy and very chunky. So yeah. I figured that's priority. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't matter. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is fun. I love chunky, happy babies. Yes. Um, so then after, yeah, my daughter and she, I was done weaning her. I was like a year after and I still was just like plateau, not budging. So I was getting really frustrated. And then it was finally like, and I was trying different things and working out and like eating healthy and all of that. But we went on our spring break trip to Mexico and we had gone with some friends and Two of the women that were there, I love them. They're good friends of mine. They're both super, like, into working out, like, just super fit. So, of course, here's me feeling very self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's felt that way. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I tried to, you know, like, find some suits that I still really liked on me and, mm-hmm. you know, tried to love myself. But I still was just, like kind of just it was really getting me down yeah (laughs) so because I've been learning more about emotions and learning about what they teach (laughs) I was like okay why am I jealous why am I jealous of them so I realized that the emotion was teaching me that the jealousy was showing me how I can attain exactly what I was jealous of so that's when I was like, hey, I got to have some kind of a game plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because things just don't happen. Keep but um, from then I realized, okay, I need to move my body more. Because yeah. I really wasn't like moving as much. Um, I also realized in the past when I had gotten back down to that weight. And I also learned human design at the yes. time. And realized in human design, there's a digestion part. And that like super fascinated me. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> and mine is the same as yeah. Ashley's. Alternating appetite. <laughs> oh, that's mine yes. too. Oh, really? Oh, wait, I forgot you were that. No way. Oh, wait, we okay, need to talk about ladies. This. Yeah, we need to talk we're about We're all this. alternating appetites. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She'll tell us about this. <laughs> um, so the thing that stood out to me when I was reading it is mm-hmm. it said, your body will thrive eating mostly plants. Mm-hmm. So that was like, whoa, light bulb. And I realized the time that I actually had gone down to the weight and I'd won the competition was when I decided to eat mostly vegetarian Mm. uh, on a whim. Yeah. So anyways, I had that moment where I was like, oh, I've been there before and I've done that so I can get there again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which the biggest thing for me when it comes to comparison is I just try to compare my past self with my now self. Mm -hmm. So if I've been there before, I can get there. Yeah. Um, instead of comparing myself to other people, because I'm like, I'm literally not them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might be so many factors. Like, yeah. Similar, but it's like, I'm not them. So yeah. I can't, I can't compare. Um, so I was like, okay, I need to eat mostly plants and focus on like heavily really trying that. Um, I also had been starting into my integrative health practitioner courses so learning more about that really helped educate me on like where to go from there, yeah. which was really nice. <laughs> um, I also had 
started learning more of just like tapping into my intuition and my body cues. So especially when it came to working out, I had always grown up where it's like, I've got to work out this many times a week. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this drill, you know? So I started learning more about like women's cycles Mm -hmm. and how we fluctuate and we can't always be like men, like 24 seven, go, go, go. So I had downloaded the Stardust app. Yep. Love that one for tracking periods with your, it's so your with the moon, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Downloading it right yes. now. Yeah, Download it's it. <laughs> and that also does have a lot of education um, showing like where your hormones are yes. at at different times and how yeah. you can like push yourself exercising or rest. Mm-hmm. So um, I really tapped more into that and I realized the best way of movement is moving how, what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. because I realized when I would force myself to like be doing things begrudgingly, <laughs> I just like, I'd be more exhausted. And like some days I'd be like, Ugh, it was just in the back of my mind, this critic, you know, the inner yeah. voice being like, well, you need to work out and you mm-hmm. need blah, blah, blah. And so once I just let go of that expectation, it was freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't have to always do that. Yeah. And so it's hard, but it takes a little bit of just like, cutting out expectations of yourself and really getting down to tuning into every day of like, how should I move my body today? So, um, at the time, you know, it was like better weather. So I would like go walk laps outside and try to get out in nature as much as I could. Um, I felt so much better getting outside. Um, I also had, well, I had first started out with like tracking food Mm -hmm. Which I have mixed feelings, but what I've come down to, um, I'm not super gung ho on like counting macros and mm-hmm. counting calories. Yeah, I know that's very controversial. Oh, it's totally fine. <laughs> no, th- this is why we have different but, people on. Like yeah. we want to hear all the things. Uh, but here's here's my take on it. Yeah, it's I love a tool. It. Yeah, and it's an awareness tool. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. It's a really great tool, and it helped me with awareness of like how many calories am I actually eating? Yeah. And what are my macros? And so I just like took it as an awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, In the past, my past self would be super like more scrupulosity around it. Yes. Where it's like I had to get a perfect day, which never happened. So Mm -hmm. it would create shame and guilt and all of that. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are there. Brooke was talking about that a little bit too on her last episode, which I liked. Oh, yeah. 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 And that like doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. It just like adds keeps you in this this yeah. cycle. Yeah. 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 I like what you're saying about the awareness because I actually I'm not counting macros. I'm using this app called Noom. Have you oh, heard of it? I've oh, I've heard seen of it. the ads on Pinterest. Yes, it's all over my Pinterest. <laughs> yes. I did I've the seven day it. free trial and I just switched back mm. to the free version. But it's cool because it's not macros, but it's like categorizes your food into green yellow and orange and so now I'm more aware of what I'm putting into my body and aiming for like more green yeah Mm -hmm. and more other things because before I was eating a lot of orange a lot of it and like what's orange category it's like or sorry I was eating a lot of yellows yellows is like Mm. starchy Mm. okay carby kind of stuff but but yeah now it's like I'm more aware of what I'm putting in my body. Mm-hmm. I have like a range of like calories. It's not like 
don't eat this. Yeah, I, don't eat I like above that. this calorie, but it's like mm-hmm. a range. Oh, that's good. And I still feel like I'm eating great. A like lot. I feel full. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, and I feel great. So yeah. that's been that's cool because like it's it's not about like being so specific and being like, oh, I needed yes. this and this and this and. Yeah, how many carbs does this have? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just more aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I like that. You which I think, that. Yeah. yeah, I think tools like that are so helpful because before I even learned about counting macros or anything, I would just be like, uh, sourdough bread is healthy. I'm going to have sourdough bread. And then yeah. I would forget that I had it for breakfast. I'm going to have this for lunch. Right. Yeah. And then for dinner, I'm like, I'm going to have pasta for dinner. And then it's like, oh, I ate like 10 grams of protein today. Yeah. Like, and you're just like so unaware. So mm-hmm. I think it's yes. really helpful to be aware of, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I need more protein in my diet or like so listening like, to your body. Like I'm freaking starving. Why am yes. I starving? I mean, yes. no protein today. Yes. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. And like, there's the analogy of a hammer people. I've heard it with money, but I think with <clears throat> like counting macros and calories, it's the same thing. A hammer is a tool. It can mm. either destroy mm. or it can build. Yeah. And mm, so like kind of like listen to yourself. If you start getting that like inner critic yeah. of like the scrupulosity part of it, oh, of, yeah. like, Oh my gosh, the guilt, the shame. I'm not mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. Then there's other, other tools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that not um, you, yeah. that's where it's the intuitive part of it is like really take a step back and be like, is this, am I doing this out of fear or am I doing it out of love? Yeah. And that's where, mm. yeah. Is it building me up or is it tearing me down? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so for me, I had started just like tracking with the, my fitness pal. Cause mm-hmm. I used that for years yeah. off and on. Um, so I could kind of just see like, what are my macros? What am I eating? Mm. Um, but then I still was like, uh, like I, I still would fall back in those patterns. Yeah. <laughs> so then I had found, I'd asked my friend who I was like jealous of, I'm like, what do you use? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and she had recommended fed up kitchen. Oh. I don't know if you guys have heard of yes, that. Yes. It's local to Utah. Yeah. Um, and they have a restaurant now. Oh, do they? they? No, oh. I'm thinking of fueled fresh. Oh, okay. But fed I think up it's kitchen kind of is like meal concept. prep. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So anyways, and we've, in the past, we've done multiple different meal prep. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so I had so I ended up doing that for a month and mm-hmm. it was great because they're already portioned out macro friendly, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to think anything of it. Yeah. I just ate it. And if anything, it helped create awareness around how much I was eating. Cause I realized for women, their portions were actually a lot smaller than what I would think. But then mm-hmm. I'd eat the meal and I was totally full. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is a good reminder <laughs> yeah. that I probably definitely overeat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, same. And they have enough like, uh, what like little muffins and stuff, so you don't feel deprived. Yeah. And like, if you want a snack or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I did that for the month, and had already started seeing progress on like losing weight. Mm-hmm. And I think that the stress of not having to worry about counting was yeah amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say I talked to another friend about it who was struggling. I was like, if the counting calories, macros, macros, like think about a meal prep thing. Mm-hmm. Because usually I feel like with when you're starting on your journey, it's like follow um, what are your like pain points? What like do you trip up on? Is it food? Is it exercise? Is it sleep? Like mm-hmm. find what's hardest for you and then find another way that's like going to make it um, almost more autopilot yeah. to make it easier yeah. on yourself. <laughs> So 
So for me, the food was kind of the pain point. Working out was not really a problem. So doing the meal prep was like night and day difference. Um, and so that's what I started seeing the progress. I didn't have to think about the food. It was literally already there. I just warmed it up. It was healthier food. Yeah. So there are other tools. Yeah. <laughs> Use that as a tool if needed. Um, then the next thing with moving my body was I do really want, I wanted to, um, build muscle not so I'm like super ripped, yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to be lean and toned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started like finding, we have a tonal. Yes. You actually I have freaking a tonal. love my tonal. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I don't think people yeah. get it unless they worked out on a tonal. It's, people are like, oh, you yeah, work out from home? It's like I'm having like, a personal trainer. I'm lifting trainer. weights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I know it's expensive. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. not everybody can afford it. Yeah. And I totally get that. So I think uh, for me, like I've had friends also go to like burn boot camp yeah. or they love going to Vasa, yeah. you know, which I think find what gives you joy yeah. and like gets totally. you up and moving. It could be anything. It could totally. be going to Zumba yeah. and just dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so with movement intuitively, I would say follow what gives you joy. Mm-hmm. And some days it'll look different. Yeah. Some days I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling like more tired or I'm on my period. So I don't have as much energy and I'll just turn on music and dance and just that. like yeah. walk around outside when it's nice or yeah. I don't like I've released expectation and yeah. that's huge. Yes. <laughs> For mindset, just release expectation. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and then when it comes to mindset, which I think can be the biggest obstacle sometimes for most mm-hmm. people, um, first of all, I've been reading the, a book. It's called Women, Food, and God. Uh, Taryn, I've heard of it. Yeah. It. So I would Women, highly food, recommend. And God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Women, Food, and God. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the author. I'd have to look it up, but, um, so if you struggle with, uh, like the extremes, either anorexia or binging or any kind of food related thing, um, with eating, I, and honestly, anyone, (laughs) um, all spectrums, I would recommend reading the book. Um, she talks a lot about mindset and I love what she talks about with how you think is how you act and how you act is how like you live your life. Yeah. So you start with your thoughts. And, um, for me, I started very simply on just doing affirmations. Um, I took a moment, several moments of just like meditating, just taking time to myself. Don't get intimidated by meditating. Um, it literally, literally can just be sitting in your room for five minutes, just like thinking without distractions. Um, for me, just like I said about my birth experiences, manifesting is huge. Mm-hmm. So I just like took myself through a meditation of just like looking in the mirror at myself, or you can even just do it awake, like looking at the mirror yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of just picturing your highest self and thinking about what he or she feels like, like when you see your higher self, what does it feel like? For me, I always pictured, I'm probably weird, but (laughs) I like, for some reason, I'm fascinated about older women who are just so like, 
it's it's very rare you find like an older woman with just full on gray hair, yeah. just exuding vitality and beauty. Yeah. Like yeah. those very rare rim- women I've seen in my life like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like my ultimate goal. I love that. <laughs> love so that. I even have a Pinterest board oh <laughs> my gosh. of like beautiful older women who are just naturally like yeah. full of vitality. Yeah. So that's like how I want to live <clears throat> my life. And that's how I want to end my life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I just thought of like affirmations that went along with that. So I had, I am strong. I am lean. I am healthy. I am full of vitality. Um, I'm trying to think of, I think I'd like thought of like 10 affirmations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All going around that feeling and not so much about like, not solely focused on the look, but more mm-hmm. about like how I want to feel. Um, I even had a moment. I was, we were leaving from Italy, flying home. And we, there was a woman, you know, we'd landed and we sat up. And, um, there was a woman just a few rows ahead of me who was just, I don't know, maybe like in her seventies, probably later seventies, but like just looking at her, she looked so much younger. I just like could not stop staring at her. It was probably (laughs) like weird, but she was just like smiling and just happy. I'm sure if I went up and told her, she'd be like, oh my gosh, I didn't do my hair. I've been on an airplane all day. But I was just could not stop staring at her. She just had beautiful gray hair, Mm. like just exuding. Yeah. Just like life. Life. And I was like, that is what I want to be. That is my ultimate goal. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I like, like live my life. life. She like has no idea. Really though. I know. I'm like, I should have just her. stopped her and yeah. told her that. But it stood out in my mind so vividly. And I always remember that. And so that's just like how I want. That's like the ultimate goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me. It might not be for everybody. But that's kind of like <clears throat> where I base off of my I am affirmations. Um and focusing my mindset around that. So I basically just started in the mirror, looking at myself every day, repeating the affirmations. I would write them down. I would stare at myself in the mirror, yeah. looking in so my eyes. Hard. It's, it's very hard. Really awkward. <laughs> oh, it's very I awkward. Don't know. It's so hard. I, I will do it sometimes, <laughs> not yeah. for very long, and I'll just like, okay, I gotta look away. She's looking at me. You're like, who is this person in the mirror? It's weird. It's very weird. So props to you for doing that. I need to start doing that. It's hard, but I recommend everybody do it. Yeah. (laughs) But then it gets easier. Right. And I think, um, if you struggle with seeing beyond just the negativity, Mm -hmm. just start focusing on like, oh, I love my eyes. Oh, I love my hair or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Find something that you love about yourself um, doesn't even have to be physical. It can yeah. be like, I love that I am such a kind person or, you yeah. know, and start focusing on those because your thoughts lead to the actions, which is how you live your life. And so if you're thinking more positively, then you will exude that positivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like with your aura, um, you can tell those people that just like when you're around them, you're like, wow, like what is about them that mm-hmm. I love? And it's because they exude that like positivity. Yeah. And so anyways, if it's finding someone outside of yourself, like me finding that woman on the airplane yeah. <laughs> of being like, I really want to be like her. Yeah. Find something to get started on that like self love pattern. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
honey, what else? I love that because, <clears throat> so I asked you before we started recording, I was like, what came first? Like how you treated your body or like your self-love? Because I do feel like a big realization I had, and I talked about it last episode was, um, <clears throat> I got home from my mission and I was 40 pounds overweight. I served in Nebraska and I was eating so much food. I had a full-time car. I was not living my lifestyle. I normally lived and I gained 40 pounds and I came home and I hated my body mm-hmm. and I would work out so hard. I would run so hard because I hated my body and I wanted to change my body. <clears throat> and it wasn't until like, it was actually after I had banks and I am one of those people that shed weight when I breastfeed. I breastfed, I know, I was like, I'm very blessed in that way because I like breastfed banks for a year and I was like happy with where my body was at, but I was feeling so much self-love, not just because my body looked good, but I was in my like mothering era. I was nurturing, Mm. I was just very feminine and I just felt a lot of self-love. So I was like, I'm gonna work out because I love myself. Like, and this year we were talking about it last episode also, like, my goal this year is to just like love to eat healthy. Like I don't have an end goal. Like I just want to love to eat healthy because I love myself and I deserve that. So I guess like for you, you went through kind of like a self-love journey after you started like looking into eating healthier, Mm -hmm. right? Like you said, you kind of like swung the opposite way with the pendulum and yeah. Yeah. I had a moment. It was my sister, Stephanie, who, um, it was actually in a plant medicine journey that I was, I was such a like extremist almost mm-hmm. of like, this is toxic, everything, you know, like it's so hard when very you're toxic mindset. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, and she was more of the opposite, the yin and yang, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Andrea, you've got to get out of this mindset. Like, it like no one wants to be around that. And I was like, but you know, I just <laughs> but sugar. But everybody has to know, yeah. you know, as I've also learned as a projector. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now that I'm aware of it, I would try to tell people like, oh, this is this, you know, this is more toxic, but it was in a way that wasn't necessarily loving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of I don't know. The way that I came across is like they weren't asking for it. Yeah. So yeah. it would be very like, eh. Mm-hmm. And so until I had realized like, well, why do I do that? I didn't realize I was doing it. I was trying to out of love or a way of connecting with people, but yeah. like it was not coming across that way. Mm-hmm. So when I learned about projectors <clears throat> of being invited, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been doing it all wrong. I ended up apologizing to some people. No. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was just because I love you. And I yeah, really yeah. just like think maybe this could help, you know? Yeah. And so since I've been stepping back, and waiting until people actually ask, then it helps them be in the mindset to receive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really hard for projectors because it we is. have so much. You guys know so much. Yes. <laughs> Which like, is great that me. you invited me on this podcast. I know. That's why I did. <laughs> the ultimate projector being <laughs> seen. <laughs> I know. So anyways, I basically, yeah, she pretty much had a heart to heart with me and I was in the mindset to hear it and be like, okay, yes, I need to like drop the like toxic part of this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so that was really huge for me. And that's when I also had realized the self-love part. Mm -hmm. So I always was curious and researching about holistic health, but I went in a fear-based mode, which I feel like most 
things are advertised to us in that way. These oh, Instagram totally. accounts, yes. everything that makes me want to go towards a holistic way, it's all out of fear. Like, mm-hmm. stop doing this for your kids or your kids are going to, you know. Right. So it's like really yeah. hard to not approach it in that way. Yeah. And something that my sister taught me that I really valued is she was like, food is energy. Mm-hmm. And food doesn't have a moral like compass. Literally what food Brooke is said just food. last episode. Oh, She's really like, good. Food is not good it's or bad. Food. Does it have morals? <laughs> yes. Like sugar, there's a purpose for sugar. Yeah. There's yes. a purpose for carbs. Yeah. There's a purpose for X, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with energy, um, it's really about the energy that you're putting towards it. Like mm-hmm. you could have, like she had given an example, like say it's like a soda. Um, you could have it because, and come with that soda as like, oh, it's like, I need to treat myself, but it's more of that like negativity mindset of like, yeah. I need this and yeah. you're self-loathing. And so that's like your way of coping. Mm. So you're bringing a negativity, like energy to yes. it. Yeah. Or it could be like, Oh, we're like out with friends and it's like fun and we're bringing a lot of positivity and it's mm-hmm. not so much about the soda. It's more about like who we're sharing it yeah. with. Yeah. And so that is like how our, our body is, all energy and so we bring what we take in is also energy and so it really just depends on like what you're bringing to it so like with desserts I love desserts yeah <laughs> who doesn't yeah. yeah but um my approach with it is just like I don't need to have a dessert every day yeah for me personally yeah. because I don't feel as good because yeah. I listen to my body mm-hmm. um and when I do I try to pick desserts that are um, just like more, they're nourishing my body mm-hmm. instead of like creating, re- you know, havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, food is medicine. And yes. I think no matter what you put in your body, it's either helping your body or hurting your body. Yeah. So I think just having the mindset, but also knowing like what energy are you putting towards that food. Yeah. So I like kind of have just swung more of from the pendulum of like being one extreme to the next and realizing like it's okay if my kids have a crumble cookie once in a while or whatever. Like I'm not going to be like anal about it like I used to be Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because it's like it's fun. It's bringing Mm -hmm. a good energy. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Me too. I love that. Okay. So we covered a lot of really awesome information. For someone just getting started, okay, two things I'm going to ask. I'm going to combine two questions in one. Okay. So what's like the, a very small first step for someone just getting started into, we'll say their self-love journey. I guess you get mm-hmm. to kind of talk about affirmations, but if that's your yeah. answer, that's okay. And then also resources on like holistic living that's not fear-based. Do you have any off the top of your head? So I'm going to start out with, start with yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I know it can be overwhelming because most people don't trust themselves. Yeah. But I will say our bodies, like you have your soul and you have your body. Mm -hmm. Our bodies literally cannot lie. Like they cannot lie. It's not like in its DNA to lie. Mm. So with that information, that is why I like muscle testing I don't know if you've heard of muscle testing. Um, You could like Google search it. There's a million ways you can muscle test yourself. Mm -hmm. I personally like the sway test. Mm -hmm. Basically. um, Wait, I feel like I have heard of this. You might've heard of it. 
Um, this is kind of where I started with trying to trust in my body. Um, so there's either muscle testing or you can also listen to like your hunger cues and listen to just like symptoms in your body. Um, can be hard and scary yes. sometimes <laughs> yes. and I've had to learn that for myself when I have an ache or pain I'm like oh my gosh what's wrong oh my gosh I'm gonna die you know I go yeah. to anxiety mode but I've had to work through my fears yeah um <laughs> but knowledge yep the more you take initiative to learn about your body um it will help dissipate the fear yeah um so I would say first start with just listening to your hunger cues mm -hmm. Um, which can be hard because we get in this like mindset, especially like, oh, but I have to eat breakfast. I have to eat lunch. I have to eat dinner. Just listen, like start with like a glass of water in the morning. And then as you start, like, you'll know, like, oh, I'm getting a little hungry, then eat. Yeah. And then when you eat, try not like, try to really focus on the actual eating part, like connecting with your food. Yeah. Um, because that good really advice. helps. I'm such a fast eater, and I just like mindlessly eat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my breakfast is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can try to cut out distractions when it's hard yes. when you're a busy mom. Yeah. yeah. But um, just like really, just try to tune in and connecting with your food. Because mm -hmm. um, I really do think the more you connect with your food, the more you'll actually in want to make healthier choices. Mm -hmm. um, there was a quote um, from the book that I had recommend: the Women, Food, and God. And hopefully I can find it. She basically had talked about if you listen to your hunger cues, you will lose the weight. Mm. Like it, it will just shed off of you. But the whole point is we don't usually listen to our hunger cues yeah. or we don't stop before we're like overfilled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's being present. So the biggest thing is just like being really present with your body. Um, and it can be hard <laughs> and it's definitely like a challenge, but the more that you're present with your body, then the less that you will like overeat, the less that you, um, probably won't like starve yourself because you're too busy. It's yeah. like checking in with your body yeah. all the time. Um, and that honestly, that's how it's, that was like the biggest thing for my husband. Um, cause he was always one that like wanted to control his yeah. body and I was like, look, I bet if you trust in your body, it'll probably turn like out your body even better. <laughs> it'll be like exactly where it's supposed yeah. to be and you will be happy. Yeah. Um, but he struggled for many years and it wasn't until just like a few months ago, it like for some reason clicked mm -hmm. and he's been listening to his body and just feeling so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> a big part of it is releasing expectations. Yes. Yeah. I, love I have that. to say that over and over again, just like cut out the noise stop following in the Instagram accounts that yeah. like are telling you what you should do mm -hmm. because what works for one person won't work for another. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why like with the, the human design digestion, we're all alternating yes. appetites, yes. which means for that is that we have to for sure listen to our hunger cues and we won't actually, it's actually better for us to not eat on a schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I would say, look up your human design if anything, it's a tool. So if it yeah. doesn't resonate, just let it go. Yeah. But if it does resonate, like use it as a great tool. Yeah. Um, and then also just like know that no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. Use the 80-20 rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If most of the time I'm listening to my body and like 
Um, listening to my hunger cues, I will be totally okay if I have some like fun, as you say, cheat meals or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So like really just listening to your body. I don't even know how I can like yeah. say it more and it's definitely a challenge, but the more you tune in, the easier it'll get. Yeah. And then the weight will Practice. just start coming off yeah. and knowing that you have to be consistent and it's not going to be overnight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like from last March and it's been almost a year. I'm finally starting to see like the fruits of my labors yeah. <laughs> of like doing the strength training and actually seeing muscle definition. Yeah. Like yeah. it's taken so long. You're like, where do these little babies come from? <laughs> yeah, like, finally, <laughs> my muscles are in there. It Aww. takes time. It takes so much time. Yeah. So it's hard with... We live in such a society that's like instant gratification. Three months to 30 pounds. Yeah. Yes. It's like, <laughs> ah, no. It's yeah. That's why like when in the future, when I work with women, I really only want to work with women who are like, where you're dedicating at least six months working with me because yeah. <clears throat> I want to just, I want them to actually see more progress and not be like a, oh, one and done. Like, yep. I don't know. Like yeah. you need more like help and yes. someone to guide you and lifestyle really, like, changes. And, it's a lifestyle yeah. change. Yeah. So yeah, finding your why because that's huge. Why do you want to lose the weight? Is it because it's fear? Or is it because of love? Mm-hmm. Like really tuning into that, and like how you want to feel when you are a certain way. Like focus on the feeling and not so much on like the numbers. Mm-hmm which can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely there, but hopefully that's helpful. No, oh, that's, that's so helpful. helpful. I, mm-hmm. I love that we, so I sent Andrea a list of questions before we started recording. And then <clears throat> I was like, oh, and I also want to talk about your births because you had oh, yeah. such <laughs> a unique experience, but I'm glad that we went that route on like how motherhood really changed and affected you in a different way with each child and Mm -hmm. like how it literally was like teaching you self-love and this health journey for a bigger purpose. Your wife was like, Oh yeah. My family, my kids. Mm -hmm. So it was, I like that we went that route because I actually learned a lot about birth. So (laughs) yeah, that could have probably been a whole other podcast. I know. I'm like, dang, we need to do another (laughs) one. Part two. Yeah. I know. Right. Well, thank you so much. That was so awesome. There's so many, there, everything you're saying, I was like, that's going to be a real, that's going to be so many good posts that you left us with. So, um, where can people find you on Instagram? Yeah, so I, my account is align period with Andrea. Awesome. So it was actually kind of funny because I was trying to think of like what my my name would be. Yeah. I was asking like my family, help me out with a wellness name. And my yeah. dad was spouting off all these ones that sounded like supplements. And I'm like, Dad, no, that is not like that does not align with me. And then I ended up looking on like I don't even know what it was. It was like Pinterest, I was like searching, and then the word align just like popped in my head and I was like Oh my gosh. Yes. Like you need to align your life. Like, and it's in so it can go so many different ways Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because intuitive wellness and just like holistic wellness is not just about food and diet. Mm -hmm. It's about how you sleep. It's about how you handle your stress in your life. It's about your emotions. Mm -hmm. I think that's where like health will go in the future is realizing it's actually whole body, mind, spirit, heart, yeah body it's it's all encompassing it's not just 
one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I was just like, yes, it aligns with me. It's perfect. <laughs> align. It aligns with me. And I want to help love other it. people align to their highest yes. self. Yeah. 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 The bigger picture. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Double Scoop. If you liked what you heard, we would love if you could help us out by leaving us a review on your favorite listening platform. This is going to help us grow and bring on really cool guests in the future. And then if you want the inside scoop, no pun intended, on behind the scenes or corresponding pictures and videos for our episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at the Double Scoop Pod. We're so grateful for your guys' support and can't wait to connect with you on social media. You can tune in for a new episode every Tuesday. See you next week.